This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I was there when Joe Person was handed the statue, not the Academy Award, but close, North Carolina Sports Writer of the Year. Uh, he and his wife also found my tie. Uh, so I have other warm feelings about that moment. Uh, he joins us now on the Adam Gold Show. I guess we can uh, congratulate Andrew Carter of the News and Observer. He'll get that award. I still think you're the holder of it until they give the statue to somebody else. Yeah, or until I find your tie uh, laying in the street <laughs> outside the uh, beautiful downtown Winston-Salem area. Uh, yes, I was in a panic. I was very excited when you when you found that. Uh, all right, let's talk about the Panthers. First of all, what was your take on just on the 12 games that Steve Wilkes coached? Yeah, that's, listen, we could do the whole segment on that. But in a nutshell, he made this franchise respectable again in, in a matter of three months. I mean, this. This was a team, as Josh Norman put it yesterday, they were about a half step away from having fans with bags over their heads in mm-hmm. the stands. And he wasn't, he was just watching from afar at that point, and he, and he sensed it. And, and he really wasn't overstating things that, you know, it had gotten very toxic here with Matt Rule. And, and Steve Reed, Steve Reed, Steve <laughs> Wilkes came in and just, became the adult in the room and he was respected universally uh, across the locker room. Um, Guys relate well to him. Brian Burns said yesterday that you just, he just kind of gets it. He knows how to connect with us. And uh, you know, they won some games. Mm -hmm. Like the other thing that Matt rule didn't do in two plus years is really ever settle on an offensive identity. He'd say he wants to run the ball, and they do it one week, and the next week they're trying to pass 50 times. Right. Steve Wilkes looked at the quarterback room, said, we got three quarterbacks. None of them really are that good anymore or or ever were, and we're going to run the football, we're going to play good defense, and we're going to try to be competitive. And they were, for for, with the exception of the Cincinnati Cincinnati game, they were in every game and and won 6 of 12. They went six and six. Six and six is like a major hot streak, considering what they went through for a few years. Joe Person from the Athletic is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Do you think David Tepper values what you just talked about in terms of what Steve Wilkes did for the Carolina Panthers? I do. I do think he values it. How much? I think we're we're going to find out over the next couple of weeks because when you look at this list of candidates, and you know you've seen it, it is you know it's a bunch of young, for the most part, offensive mm-hmm. coordinators, and then Steve Wilkes, right. whose background, as you know, is on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the two kind of outliers on that list are Frank Reich and Jim Caldwell, former head coaches, both again from the offensive side of the football. And so does, does David Tepper want the kind of next bright, shiny object, which he was kind of where he <laughs> went in 2020 with Matt rule. Right. The difference being this time is 
he's not looking at an unproven college coach. I mean, these offensive coordinators that, that they're going to interview, Ben Johnson, Shane Steichen, uh, Mike Kafka, Ken Dorsey. I mean, they're, they, these guys have spent their, if, if not the entirety, most of their careers in the NFL. Matt, Matt Rule had one season as the Giants' assistant offensive line coach. <laughs> right. So, yes, that's a long way of saying he does value what, what Wilkes brought to this organization. Does he value it enough to make him the head coach? I don't know. I I, I, I think we're going to – I really don't. I, I think he should. I wrote a column mm-hmm. Sunday night from New Orleans suggesting that or advocating that. I, I don't know that that'll happen. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to do. I've not had a conversation with David Tepper. I'm only – my experience with David Tepper is through – sound bites, watching him in interview settings and things like that. My read is that Steve Wilkes, not a shiny enough object. Uh, he's more cast iron, but I would re- I would say that there's nothing better to cook in than a cast iron skillet. And I, I think he is, maybe David Tepper is more all clad uh, than that. People who cook will understand what I'm talking about. I thought the most interesting interesting name on that to me was Jim Caldwell, because and and maybe Caldwell is on it if he decides to go with Steve Wilkes. Can I read into it that way? Yeah, I think that's an interesting. I, I, I yes, I had the same thought, and and also with Frank Wright. Are these guys who that are, are these guys Wilkes could partner with, if you will? You know, I don't know. I I I think it's a possibility. I, I do know that's going to be an, an important part of of Wilkes' presentation today to to David Tepper, in terms of listen, this is I, I, you know, we were kind of just I, I you know we talked about earlier Adam about how they were doing it with a running game and not really passing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's all fine and well. But what's your big what, what's your big picture vision for this offense? Who, wh- which of these four quarterbacks in the draft do you like, if any? Uh, what do you think about Derek Carr? Who's your <laughs> offensive coordinator going to be if the, you know if it's not one of the guys you mentioned? Um, a name I've heard incidentally is uh, the Eagles quarterbacks coach Brian Johnson, who's you know obviously done very well with with Jalen Hurts yeah. uh, the last couple of years. So, yeah, that that's a huge piece of it. I, you know, because I think I, I think Tepper can look at the last twelve games and say, hey, you know, defense played pretty well, and the guys in the locker room love you. I, I respect the heck out of that, but. Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuta with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. We can't be winning. We're not going to win many games like we did in New Orleans on Sunday. Right. 
where the starting quarterback throws for 43 yards. So what's the vision What's the vision on offense, uh, Steve Wilkes? Right, but uh, to me, their offense was based on their personnel. So they, they, they all, all they had this year were backup quarterbacks masquerading as starters. Uh, they still, you know, we're how, how many years have we been looking for a second wide receiver to DJ Moore? Uh, Terrace Marshall did make a nice catch, but he basically he didn't have any kind of year of a right. that a number two wide receiver would have. They still don't have a pass catching tight end. Uh, right. Offensive line can run block, can't really pass block all that well. So they did what they could do. I thought they did the best they could with. I mean, to me, that New Orleans lost the game in the first half. They should have been up by probably seventeen, and it was right. seven nothing. It just kind of left the door open for Carolina. Um, I just. My example of what a head coach should do is here with our hockey team and how Rod Brindamore is the Hurricanes, connects with the community, cares about the team, and makes everybody else care. I get the sense that Wilkes can do that there, but it's not a commodity that I think is often valued by ownership. And you know what? I agree with you. And I mean, listen, Steve Wilkes grew up in West Charlotte. He very famously, I think it was when he was in high school, uh, maybe college, he, he was selling Cokes, you know, outside of the stadium on game days. He and a buddy of his, not, you know, not inside, but out, you know, right. Moorhead or Mint. One of the, and, you know, he, he loves it here. He kept his off-season home here when he went to the Cardinals to be their head coach briefly and then went on to Cleveland and so forth. And why I do, why I think your point is very important is David Pepper could use some good community PR here. Yeah. I mean, the team has stunk for five years, pretty much since he bought it, bought, bought them from, from Jerry Richardson. He just had a disastrous uh, PR deal with, with the Rock Hill situation where yeah, we're going to do this great thing, and no, actually, we're not. We're going to we're going to leave Rock Hill <laughs> with this hawking steel half completed pile of, of rebar, and 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 a bunch of millions of of contractor money. So yeah, like I think it's important. Uh, they have naming rights situations to think about. Like you you, you want to engender some goodwill in the community, and uh, and Steve Wilkes does that. Again, fans, you know, I, I think mostly what I've been hearing from fans is, yeah, we like Wilkes. Right. This has been great. But, man, we we still got to do something on offense. Well, Wilkes knows that. Like, that you were just making that point, too, Adam. Like, he, he was just kind of trying to band-aid the situation make this team competitive. That was That was the solution in the short term. What's his bigger vision? Yeah, does he like does he like Bryce Young? I mean, the world seems to like yeah. Bryce Young. Um, and the Panthers now that you know that's a whole that's another conversation. You know that that number one picks for sale now. The <laughs> Chicago got it now. Lovey Smith's uh, farewell present to to Houston. Um, but <laughs> anyway, it, it's a fascinating deal and. Um, it's gonna it's it's gonna be fascinating to see how this all plays out. All right, so final question for you, Joe Person uh, from the Athletic, is that at number nine, do you think they go quarterback? 
But if they do, doesn't it just speak to having wasted, even though it was a mid-round draft pick, having wasted a draft pick and trading up for Matt Corral a year ago? Yeah, you know, I I just don't think you can let Matt Corral influence your decision this year. I mean, it was a third-round pick, and you're right. You gave up an extra third to, to get up and get him. Uh, you don't know what you have in him. I don't think you can assume he's right. going to be the guy. And so it feels I, – I, I may be reading the room wrong, and, you know, if Lamar Jackson becomes available, <laughs> maybe they, they – you know, who knows? But it does feel like in talking with Scott Fitter yesterday and the fact that he and assistant GM Dan Morgan kind of were, were – they were – Pretty much every Saturday, it seemed like one of them was at one of the big four quarterbacks' games, Mm -hmm. Young, Stroud, Levis, or Richardson. And uh, I do think they're going to take one in the top ten. And, you know, again, we're we're putting the the card out in front of the horse a little bit because who's the head coach going to be? But but it does feel like this franchise – is ready after passing on Justin Fields and Mac Jones a couple years ago, after passing on Kenny Pickett last year, I think, I think they're ready to, and, and they've got the draft capital if need be to move up and, and, you know, get that number one pick potentially with all the, the extra, the picks that the Christian McCaffrey trade brought in. All right. Well, I hope, uh, I hope they come out of this looking better at quarterback. Otherwise, uh, well, Baker Mayfield will be available again, although that probably didn't work out the last time. Uh, Joe <laughs> that's Person. Just, that's just, that's not even funny. You're right. You're right. I apologize for that. I sh- I'm going to give my award back. At uh, Joseph Person on Twitter from The Athletic covers the Panthers. Thank you very much, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Have a good week. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com.